He said. She said. The Bible says. What? Podcast. Podcast. Every week we cover a new topic and tie in the Bible. Ready, guys? And let's begin. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode. Jessica, how are you doing? I am doing good. Um, I know this is Sunday and not Saturday, so we're behind <laughs> again, but that's okay. Uh, we're keep, we're going to keep trying. <laughs> we're, we're definitely going to keep trying, and eventually we'll get it right. But, yes. <laughs> but we're still going to try to put out an episode every week, though. Yeah. All right. So, Jessica, what do we have today? Tonight, we're going to talk about what the Bible says about entitlement. Entitlement, you say? Entitlement. It should be interesting <laughs> just because I feel like this world now and everybody is just so much feels like they're entitled to every single thing. Yes. It's like the person forgot to put or no, the person put too much ice in my cup. I want it for free. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is true, unfortunately. <laughs> But I don't think we're the first people to feel entitled about everything. <laughs> uh, maybe not. And I'm pretty sure it's like it's it's one of those things like in history, how it repeats yes. itself. But I think it's just so it feels like it's so bad right now. Like, uh, OK, so everybody's human. Everybody makes mistakes. But you need to give me something because for free for free. Yes. Yeah. OK, well, let's the go. Entitlement. Yes. Okay. Well, let's go ahead and get started, and uh, let's see where this leads us. All right. Um, first thing we're going to talk about is what does entitlement mean to you? So, Okay, I'll <laughs> go ahead and start. Entitlement to me means you open your front door and you go see the guy next to you saying that he deserves everything because of nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, <No>. yeah. <laughs> so entitlement uh, to me is when somebody feels like they deserve something that they didn't earn or tried to get or tried to accomplish themselves at all. Okay. I agree. I think that's what entitlement also feels like. Um, and it means to me, like, you have people, I feel like, who work really hard for things. And yep. you have people who maybe not work so hard. Nope. <laughs> but they deserve it, too. And, yep. <laughs> I mean, we're guilty. I'm not going to say we're perfect again. This is our real podcast about our real lives. And I'm pretty sure we feel entitled to things, too. Hopefully not as bad, but... <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I like to try not to. I mean, yes, there's times you go to the store and somebody messes up or they're taking a little longer than you want them to. I mean, this happened the other day for uh, for Valentine's Day, actually. I went to the store to get you balloons. I wanted to, I surprised you, right? Yes. Well, I paid for the balloon, but it was one of those kind of stores where you have to wait for them to blow them up. But the girl had a lot of people in head of me. Like, well, no. So I bought them, but she had a long line. So she had to check everybody out. And I was just there sitting, waiting and waiting. I was already getting frustrated. But did you buy them before she checked out the people behind you? Yes. So she should have blown them up at the right, right at that yeah, moment. She <laughs> should have. And I and I get that. Like, she should have blown them up. But it was like, again, she was like one of the, there was another person helping. But she was like by herself. And she had this line coming. So she couldn't hold up. So. I don't know, maybe. <laughs> but technically, she wasn't done with you. So I felt like she should have completed her transaction with you, right? I, and then moved on to the next person. I, 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 I don't know. See, that's one of those things. It's like, was I entitled to her stopping everything just for me? Or should I have been patient enough to just wait? True. I don't know. I don't know. I yeah, wasn't I, there, <laughs> but I, I understand where you're coming from here. Yeah. But uh, again, I tried to 
be patient. But yeah, you can see it in my face. I was annoyed. Yeah. And I shouldn't have been, I guess, because she had to clear the thing. She couldn't have a long line just waiting. Mm-hmm. So. I I think for me too, like, um, I don't know if I have any any examples of recently that I feel entitled to, but I am pretty sure if you give me a bet, I can come up with like a list of 30. <laughs> but I mean, off the top of my head right now, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I like again, I was going to try to say like, I try not to be, I try, yeah. I try to understand that people are going through stuff and things come up and they, they can't cater to you personally all the time. Yeah. So when somebody makes much mistake, I'm I'm trying really hard not to be the guy that says, well, I deserve this for free. Mm -hmm. You took too long or you did this or you messed up my food. So now I get it for free because somebody messed up. I'm going to say I I do. I can think of something now. (laughs) (laughs) We don't go to Dairy Queen often, but when we do, we sometimes get blizzards. And I remember my mom used to work for Dairy Queen. So she would tell me that you had to flip the blizzard over and give it to the customer. And if you didn't, they would get it for free. Well, as of late, the past couple of times we've gone, they have not flipped it over, and I feel like we should have gotten it for free. <laughs> Is it a rule? Do they still do it? I don't know, but I feel like maybe that was an entitlement, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you feel entitled to get it for free if they mess up, and yeah. since they haven't messed up, how do you know you're supposed to get it for free in the first place? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So some Bible verses that we're just going to tie in here are john it's going to be two different ones so it's gonna be john 14 verses 8 and 9 and john 14 verses 13 and 14 okay. so 8 and 9 says <clears throat> philip said lord show us the father and we will be satisfied jesus replied have i been with you all this time philip and yet you still don't know who i am anyone who has seen me has seen the father so why are you asking for me to show him to you and then 14, 13 through 14 says, You can ask for anything in my name, and I will do it, so that the Son can bring glory to the Father. Yes, ask me for anything in my name, and I will do it. So I think in these verses here, like, Philip feels entitled. You know, I feel like maybe he was like, show me the, like, show me the Lord, and we'll be satisfied. And Jesus is saying, like, I'm right here, and this is enough. Shouldn't this be enough for you? Like, Yeah, I, I, yeah. I can see where this, this verse ties into entitlement, because... Yeah. He's like saying like, and essentially, I mean, this could be putting words into this, this part, but it's like, like, he's basically like saying, prove it to me, yeah, right? prove yeah. it. Yeah. How, why am I supposed to believe you on just your word? Show mm-hmm. me God because I'm entitled to see God directly. And it's like, he's right in front of you. Yeah. I think, I think just because, you know, Jesus came as a man and was the son of God through an earthly body, it was like, well, you're, you're God. But I want to see God. Yes. I'm entitled for that. Right. And I feel like even at that time, like there might have been apostles who were on him like, okay, Jesus, show me your miracle. Like, I feel like we're so-and-so saw it down the street and I didn't get to see it. Like, show me. So they probably had those moments at that time also. So I'm saying entitlement's not new. It's not new (laughs) to us. I'm pretty sure it was here years and many, many years ago. So. Well, I mean, the Pharisees and Sadducees said it all the time. Yeah. They're like, oh, you're, you're the son of God. Do this. Do that. It's like. But he didn't have to reveal himself no. right to everyone or whoever, but people around him probably felt entitled to oh, that. Yeah. Yep. And then like that, just that second part where it says, um, you can ask for anything in my name and I will do it. So I think we as Christians, we know that, you know, yeah. so we know that whatever we ask for, our father is going to provide. So maybe that gives us some sense of entitlement too. like, 
Yeah, in and a I, Christian way. <laughs> it, it does, and I think it's it's not so much an entitlement to me when you when you read that verse. It's because I think it might come off that way. Mm-hmm. But when he says, "Ask anything in my name, and I will give it to you," so that way the Father can be glor- glorified through the Son. So I think it's it's not so much an entitlement because you're asking Jesus, but it's because you ask Jesus. You have to ask him. Mm-hmm. He's not saying, I'm going to give you whatever you want because yeah. I know what you want. No, he's saying, I'm going to give you anything that you want when you ask for it. And I think this is the this is where he's trying to say, like, yes, you can have whatever you want when but you ask. When you ask. You're because you don't deserve to have everything you want. Yeah. All right. All right. Our next question here. You want to go ahead? Sure. All right. So the next one is, what are some things you feel entitled? I think like, um, like I said with the with the ice cream, but (laughs) (laughs) I think just as also who we are now, like I feel entitled. Like I think my daughter deserves to be in a good school or on the yeah. best teachers or things like that too. So it's just like, I should have the nicest car, you know, like yeah. just things like that. I think everything in our everyday lives, we feel entitled to. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, uh, just when you see someone else have this or that, it's like, well, why do they have it? Why don't mm-hmm. I have that? Why don't I deserve to have that? Um, for me, it's a little hard. It's a little, not hard, but it's a little different. Because, I mean, growing up, I didn't have much. And it was one of those things that to see somebody have something, it wasn't so much, why don't I have it? It's like, well, that could have made my life better. Yeah. But for you, I think yeah. like in your job, um, I don't work. I'm a stay-at-home mom. But maybe in your job, have you ever seen someone get a position that you felt you were, you deserved more than them, you know? Yeah. I mean, I've seen that, but it was more of a, Let's see how this goes for them because I know it's not going to work out. I, it, it's hard to say that I'm in I, that I'm entitled for a position that I deserve when a lot of times a position I didn't really go for. It wasn't so much I don't feel like they were they didn't deserve it. Yeah. I it was one of those I I could have done better, but maybe it wasn't for me. Yeah. And I think I've I've done that before. And I've learned that it's not for me. So when somebody else does it, I do wish them the best. Of course. But when, you know, when uh, people make those decisions and I think it's not the best, well, then the only thing you can do is just let them make their own mistakes. I think entitlement is something we probably don't think that we do mm-hmm. as much as we do it. Yeah. I think like we may think like, oh, I'm not entitled, but you probably are. And you don't, maybe you don't realize it. Like I, like you said, like, you see someone who has something nicer, and you're like, "Why don't I have that?" Yeah. Or anything. Well, and it, it could be something as simple. I mean, just think about it now. When you're driving on the road, well, I'm entitled to be first. Mm-hmm. Why is this guy getting in front of me? Like, mm-hmm. you're not that important. Get out of the way. <laughs> and uh, the reason I bring that up is because I see it a lot going to work. Like, you'll have people like blazing on on the left lane and like cut in front in the in the front of the lines. I mean, you see it when we when we go to church sometimes when. Mm-hmm. One lane's completely packed, but then you got the other lanes where people are just flying through, but they're cutting in the very front. Yeah. It's like, why do you think that you deserve to be in the front? Like, (laughs) wait in line. Wait in line like the rest of us. But like I'm saying, that's where I think, like, we are not perfect. Like, Mm -mm. 
because I know like I can say like oh I don't I don't know like I don't want what others have but I don't necessarily it's like I want what they have it's just that entitlement I feel like always yeah like is there like why don't I have it well yeah it's not so much like it's a, a, one of those things you say out loud like oh that's what I want or that's what I deserve mm-hmm. it's like why don't I have it yeah not so much that I deserve it but why don't I have it and they do mm-hmm and the verse we're going to read here. All right. It's going to be uh, Ecclesiastes uh, chapter 3, verse 11. And it says, Yet God has made everything beautiful for its own time. He has, he, uh, he has planned, or sorry, he has planted uh, eternally in the hearts, in the human hearts. But even so, people cannot see the whole scope of God's work from beginning to end. I think this is one of the ones that, like, everything's beautiful in his own time, you know, like, and I feel like maybe we don't see what we don't have at the moment, Mm -hmm. but God knows what we're going to have eventually. So I feel like that's where, like, the entitlement part comes in, like, um, it'll be for you in God's time. And that's where I think we forget the most. And like I, it's not our time, it's his time. Yep. Yeah, and I think that's a really good point because this whole entitlement thing or issue that happens in this world is it's just the fact that we are all so consumed with our own selves mm-hmm. that we feel like everything needs to happen now when we want it. Yeah. And then we forget we're not God. We're not the creator. We don't have the timeline. He has the timeline and he sets when things are going to happen. Mm-hmm. Because that's when they're supposed to happen. And I think that's why we get so wrapped up in entitlement. Because we feel like, oh, it's it's time. Like, I'm ready to be rich. But yeah, it's on our time. We always focus on our time and not his time. Yep. Yeah. Our next question here. Okay. So I'll go ahead and read the next question. Um, uh, number three. It's uh, how do you think we can teach our children not to feel entitled that one's hard because i feel like it's in our <laughs> nature i feel like it's just in our nature unfortunately to feel entitled and i don't know again honest we're honest on our podcast here i don't know how to parent that i don't know how to teach them not to be entitled we can teach them how to be grateful mm-hmm. we can teach them to appreciate things but i don't know if we could ever take that little bit of entitlement away from them and and I I don't want to say that entitlement is is not a bad thing. Yeah. Right. Because most situations are. I mean, when like I said, like the the whole scenario, like going to restaurants and somebody messes up and you're entitled to free food. The blizzard. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> just gonna throw well, that back in. There. Well, there's that. But no, what I meant <laughs> was like like our daughters in sports, right? They're they're both playing sports and. Mm-hmm. We want them to make have confidence in themselves and we want them to feel like they're entitled to be on the field. Yeah. Right. We want them. But we also want to teach them like, okay, you have to earn hard work, hard work on the field for sure. But when you are good at something, then you should have some sense of entitlement. Like I deserve to be there Mm -hmm. because I work so hard. So we are teaching them to work hard at it. Yeah. And then also to deserve to be there. 
And I think that's like where we can't necessarily, you can't unteach entitlement because sometimes it's a good thing. Like you're saying, sometimes you work really hard and you do feel that sense of entitlement for it. So, you know, maybe like they'll, they'll see like we do deserve this. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. It's like, there are, uh, I mean, I would say at least 90% of the situations we feel entitled for are probably selfish desires. Mm -hmm. But in things like that, where you worked hard for that and you do feel entitled because you worked hard for it. Yeah. Like you're entitled to be out there. And And not necessarily just sports. It can be Yeah, it can be anything. It can be, yeah, like music or whatever else they decide to pursue. If you're going to do the best that you are, you you want to be the best. And you want something to show for it. You want it to be like... A 99 or a 100 on your thing you know yeah. like yeah of course so. even like the when you're like the top 10 percent, if you worked hard at it then you're entitled to be on the top 10 percent. yes so so i think um the bible verse that we're going to mention here is luke chapter 12 verses 22 and 24 and it says then turning to his disciples jesus said that is why i tell you not to worry about everyday life whether you have enough food to eat or enough clothes to wear, for life is more than food and your body more than clothing. Mm-hmm. Look at the ravens. They don't plant or harvest or store food in barns, for God feeds them. And you are far more valuable to him than any birds. I think like we forget that all of our me- needs will be met by our Father. So all of this, we deserve, we deserve all these free things for nothing. We also have to change that mentality and remember mm-hmm. that our needs will be met by our father. Yep. It's funny you read those verses because I don't know the verses you picked. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I really do enjoy those verses. Every time I, I read them, I, I studied them. It's, it's just so interesting, those verses to me, because he's basically saying, think about every other living creature and every other living thing on the earth. All the animals don't worry about food. Now, not counting house pets, right? Because mm-hmm. we take care of them. But even that, like the house pets typically don't worry about their next meal because we're feeding them, right? But like you think about all the cat, all the animals out in the wild, even cats that are street cats, like they'll hunt, they'll find food, they survive. Some cats are even more thriving than the house cats. Yeah. And it's like, it's so interesting, those verses, because he's telling you, don't worry about it. I'm going to take care of you. If you put your complete trust in me, I'm going to take care of you. Yeah. So I think this is another good example of a little sense of entitlement because God's telling us to be entitled. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you what you need if you trust and believe me. Yes. And I think, like, this can tie into so many different lessons and parts of the Bible. I'll say it always, you know, read your Bibles and form your own opinions but this could mm-hmm. also go to like coveting and other avenues like right oh, yeah. you're entitled yeah. so then you want it and you start to covet so there's always other lessons to be learned i feel like from reading these bible verses and right now it applies to us talking about entitlement but you may be reading through your bible and it may mean something to you about sin or some other kind of topic cool. and that's okay too like i feel like just take these verses that we read and um just Think about it on your own and see. Well, actually, that's a very good point what you brought up. The fact that these we read these we're reading that we have a topic and then we read Bible verses that tie in, and then you mentioned that this could be coveted, right? Mm-hmm. And it's always interesting because you think about the original Ten Commandments and how everything 
if, if it boils down to it's those commandments. And then, of course, Jesus taught us the greatest commandments, which was love your God with all your heart and all your soul and then love your neighbor as yourself. So those boil those two tie into everything else. But the entitlement does lead to covet covenant. And that's one of the Ten Commandments is like, yeah. don't covet your neighbor's stuff. Don't covet your neighbor's wife. Don't desire things that are not yours. Yes. And that's the big thing with entitlement. It's the desire to want something that's not yours. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I think it's just we all have that in us. Yep. And I think it was very important that we he wrote these, you know, things mm-hmm. in the Bible because we needed these lessons even 2000 plus years later. Oh, we yeah. still need these lessons. Our kids, kids will need these lessons about entitlement and hopefully it doesn't get worse, but it probably will because I feel like we're more self-obsessed now than probably ever. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, you, you see it every day. I mean, you have you have children now that yeah. feel like they deserve everything. Like you go to the store and you'll have a kid screaming his head off because he wants a chocolate because for whatever reason, he thinks he deserves the chocolate, even though the the parent never said, I'm going to buy you a chocolate, mm-hmm. but he feels like it's, he's entitled <laughs> to have that chocolate. It's yeah. crazy sometimes. Yes, it is definitely crazy. And I think entitlement just, it'll always be there. I think it just has to, we have to change our way of thinking when it comes to those things. All right. Uh, so I guess we're, we'll our last question for the day. Uh, let's see. Our last question is going to be, we don't deserve God's grace, but we get it unconditionally. Who in the Bible can you think of that maybe felt entitled? Can you think of anyone who felt <laughs> entitled? Do you have, uh, how much time do you have? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I can just kind of briefly go through. I mean, you had Moses who felt like he was entitled not to follow God. Because he made con- he made uh, countless uh, excuses. I can't speak right. I can't do this. I can't do that. I can't. And God was like, okay, here's this. Here's this. Like he felt entitled. Like I I can't. I, that's not my problem. Mm-hmm. I mean, then you had David, who David loved the Lord. Like there's no question. David loved the Lord. He did everything for the Lord, but he felt entitled to have somebody else's wife. Mm-hmm. So he felt like he deserved to have her, yeah. and that he took her. And then God punished them. So read your Bible. You'll find out the and story. And Joseph's brothers, I'm pretty sure, felt entitled to have, you know, that um, favor with their father. And I think yep. they gave it to Joseph. So, yep. And they, mm-hmm. Joseph was one of the youngest. So it was like, we feel entitled to have more treatment than Joseph. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you pick whatever figure you want in the Bible. I mean, a big one is Job. Mm-hmm. Job had everything. Now, oh, yeah. Job, he stayed as faithful as long as he could. But... At a certain point, he broke and he said, yeah. like, God, what was the point of my birth? Yeah. What was the point of this? He felt entitled to not be in this situation. And I was like, I don't, it's better off if I'm not here anymore. I'm entitled to be gone. Yeah. So there are so many. <laughs> I know, like, we could pick a few to share. Um, and again, I write these questions before talking with, you know, mm-hmm. but um, there are so many different oh, yeah. people in the Bible who have felt entitled at one point or another yeah i mean if you want one more example it's like i said it's like pick a person we can talk about it Mm -hmm. uh the very first murder cain and abel cain felt like his offering he felt entitled that his offering was just as good if not better than his brother so he felt entitled Mm -hmm. to be a better presence in god and his 
uh, and for that, he ended up killing his brother. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like <laughs> everything we talk about, it's not new. It's not unique no. to just us in our situation or our generation. It's not unique to us. No. Like this has been around for many, many, many years. And there are so many great people in the Bible who oh, dealt yeah. with this, who struggled with this, who had to come to God and be like, why not me? Why is this happening? Um, so I think that's where I can find comfort knowing yeah. that it's not just me. Like when things happen and I don't get my way or I don't have whatever, yep. I can find comfort, I think, in knowing that um, it's happened before and God will always give you what you need. Yep. And it's uh, and to know that it happened to these great people in the Bible gives you an also sense of comfort knowing that God still did wonderful, incredible things through these people. Even though they struggled with sin, just like we do, mm-hmm. he still was there and he still did these things. Great things. Yeah. So I think this was a great topic to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> I do. And I think uh, we can learn a lot like from just reading the Bible, like I said, and changing our mentality. And just knowing that, you know, God will always be there for us. Um, the Bible verse that we're going to read here is Romans chapter 5, verses 2 and 4 through 4. And it says, Because of our faith, Christ has brought us into this place of undeserved privilege where we now stand. And we confidently and joyfully look forward to sharing God's glory. We can rejoice, too, when we run into problems and trials, for we know that they help us develop endurance. And endurance develops strength of character, and character strengthens our confident hope of salvation. And I think this just comes back to the ultimate, we don't deserve God's yep. grace, yep. but we feel entitled to it because that's who we are. You know? Yeah. There, I mean, you, you, there's countless examples now of like people that do whatever they want around, around the world, whatever they feel like, but then you, you, you hear them and they feel like they're entitled to an amazing afterlife. Mm-hmm. Like the only way you're going to heaven is to accept Christ. Right. Yeah. And by his grace alone, we are saved. You're not going to go to heaven if you haven't done that. It's like, but you hear like, uh, and, it, and it's, and it's hard sometimes to go like to funerals and stuff. And one of the big things people say is like, oh, well, they're in heaven now. It's like, uh, we are not to judge, but it's like, do you know for sure though? Yeah. Like if your loved one wasn't saved, uh, we talk about this often how do we know like that you know that our loved ones are in heaven we hope that they are and we pray that they are but unless you you found jesus in that relationship with him while you were alive you know it's like where do you go um so i understand that but i just think we're the we're the ultimate example of entitlement and like we feel we deserve something we don't and i think that's god's grace i think we just automatically assume that we deserve that and i just don't think you get it unless you ask yeah. yeah, and it's one of those things, yeah. And it's what's an interesting verse because it just says, like, we can share in the glory and we can share in the in this, and but to rejoice in the pain, though. Mm-hmm. And going back to the example of, like, restaurants when they mess up or whatever, mm-hmm. the reason, like, my situation where I had to wait. Yeah. I think those situations come up not because of things that people are doing. I think it's because it's something we have to learn. I struggle really hard with patience. Mm-hmm. Like when somebody's not doing something that should be quick, 
it it annoys me. I was about to say that with you because <laughs> I know time, like you probably for you, it was about time more than yeah. anything else that you were at the front of the line, you checked out, she should have completed your transaction mm -hmm. and not proceeded with those behind you. Yep. And I think obviously reverse, I am more patient than you are, but that doesn't exempt me from entitlement and I yep. feel entitled to other things in other areas of my life. Yeah. But yeah, we all struggle with it, whether it's patience or something yep. else, envy. Um, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's entitlement has a very broad, I think, different things that could happen, like different aspects of it. Yeah. Just because we all feel differently about stuff, like you mentioned, like I struggle with patience, but you're good at patience. Mm -hmm. but I, I feel like with... the girl doesn't have to flip the uh, blizzard <laughs> upside down, and you do. <laughs> I feel like that does, or is she free? But okay. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, we all. Yeah. see it differently we all have those different you know yep yep, yep. it it's... should be free just, <laughs> just gonna say that again it should be free but i don't know <laughs> all right uh anything else you want to want to bring up no this was good and thank you so yeah, yeah it was it was good uh do you want to go ahead and do a okay i'll do the closing prayer <laughs> all right dear lord jesus thank you for everything you do. And I, Lord, I pray for our sins. I pray that you forgive us of our sins and you purify our, purify our minds, our bodies, and our souls. And I thank you for everything, Lord. Lord, I pray for us now that, I uh, pray for me and Jessica and anyone out there who's listening. I pray that you help us when we're struggling with, um, with this, Lord, when we feel like we're entitled to everything to be handed to us on a silver platter. I pray you help us get through this because it's one of those things in life, Lord, that we struggle as humans, as sinful creatures that we are, Lord. I pray that you give us the strength each and every day to be able to walk that narrow path that you set for us, that, that path that leads to your love, your grace, your, your strength, Lord. And uh, I pray for anybody else out there, Lord, that might be going through something right now or has a special need or prayer request. I pray for them and I pray that you be with them and you give them the strength they need. In your holy name, amen. All right. Well, we're doing a show every Saturday, so catch us every Saturday. I know it came out a little late today, but we'll do better. <laughs> um, so every Saturday we'll put on an episode, a new topic, and we'll get into it. And don't forget to catch my other show, God, the Bible, and Me podcast. Uh, I'm doing those every Tuesday and Thursday where I read a verse and then I discuss and then also do the salvation prayer. Um, you can find both shows under God, the Bible, and me. And we're on Spotify, Apple, and iHeartRadio. You can reach both podcasts at GodBibleMePodcast at gmail.com. Let us know your favorite verse. Or if you have any comments. Or if you decide to give your life to Christ, let us know so that way we can pray for you and then we can also try to help you a little further on your walk with Christ. Thanks for listening. Goodbye, everyone.